KUT's next AT Explained live show is April 3rd. Brand new stories about Austin's people, places, and culture told live on stage by your favorite KUT journalists. I've never gotten any specific invites from Steiner Ranch. And that's about the time Charlie chomped down on that chicken. I will hypnotize you into securing my law services. Join us April 3rd at the Paramount Theater for KUT's next AT Explained Live. Tickets are on sale now. Get them at austintheater.org. And we'll see you there. From KUT and KUTX Studios. Hello, and welcome to This Song, the podcast where artists talk about the songs that change their lives and give us a glimpse into their creative process. I'm your host, Elizabeth McQueen, and this week on This Song, we'll be hearing from professional partier, Andrew W.K. I mean, you know Andrew W.K., right? Like, he emerged in the early aughts as a maker of these, like, anthemic songs, many of them about partying. And, like, that's his thing, partying as a way of life, or maybe more like, I don't know, not quite a religion, but, like, yeah, maybe like a religion. Like, he's written books on it, he's written advice columns, I follow him on Facebook, and he is posting all the time about partying and about how viewing life as a party can enhance your living experience. He even tried to start a political party last year called the Party Party, which, if you watch the video he made for it, seems like a really good idea. Also last year, he went on a speaking tour. He called it the Power of Partying Tour. And he came to Austin, which is like a good fit because we're a town that's built on partying. Anyway, while he was here, he stopped by KUTX, the radio station where we make this podcast, to record My KUTX, which is our guest DJ show. And afterwards, he sat down to tell producer Art Levy about a song that showed him at like a really early age the power of music. And you know what? It may have shown you the power of music. So here he is, Andrew W.K. This song that I've selected is certainly not my song. It is all of our songs, or at least all of the uh, inhabitants of the United States of America can claim some type of ownership of this song, or at least a bond, a relationship to it in one way or another. And of course, I'm talking about the Star Spangled Banner, the anthem of the United States of America. Do you remember how old you were or where you were when you first heard it? The first time I heard it, I was probably uh, between six months and one year old, but I don't remember that. Um, but I imagine like uh, happy birthday, uh, roll, roll, roll your boat. This is one of those kinds of songs that's just there. It is in the atmosphere. It permeates the environment uh, regardless if you want to hear it or not. Fortunately, uh, I think probably the first time I remember hearing it is around three or four years old going to baseball games and other sporting events. And uh, it, it was a combination of the music itself, which was probably being played as a recording. There may have been a vocalist there, 
but I remember being most uh, impacted by this incredible crowd sound of uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of people singing along with this song. I was also impressed that everyone knew this same song. How did they all know these words? They're quite complicated words. It's an unusual melody. Um, that was very stirring, and I felt goosebumps, I felt these butterflies in my stomach, I felt a sensation that uh, coursed through all of me. And that's when I realized music can actually make you feel like that. It wasn't a fluke. It can happen every time that you hear that piece of music, uh, especially if you sing along yourself. One tip, don't start too high, because this song yeah, has some big intervals, and if you start too high and try to make that jump, watch out. It is a challenging piece of music, which is interesting considering that it is um, an anthem that is in the hopes, I guess, is that anyone can sing it. It's actually a quite challenging song. Good. I think that, that actually matches the American spirit, that we're kind of uh, challenging ourselves here. We're pushing ourselves past uh, the easiest, most obvious uh, abilities that we might already come with and trying to actually become better as we go. And that's one of those songs you mentioned it's challenging. I find it is so hard to sing it just by yourself remember all the words, remember the melody. But when you're surrounded, as you said, by thousands of people singing it, it's pretty easy. Yeah, because then everyone sings the wrong words together. <laughs> right. And yeah. no one blames you. Exactly. It, uh, it takes a kind of concentration. It's true. The, the lyrics, there's a, um, what's the right word? A formality to some of the language. Uh, perhaps it could be called uh, archaic at this point, but it's um, still powerful nonetheless. It's strange. Some of the lyrics, I think, are actually a bit odd, um, or they, they're, they're carefully chosen to paint certain pictures that are very deliberate, it's not abstract, it's quite literal. Uh, but the melody is very stirring, and the, the momentum that the whole song carries, uh, that's what's really beautiful about anthems in general, is they don't really repeat parts. It's this one long statement, like a poem that uh, flows and uh, has this incredible uh, inertia towards that climax. Now, do you like other versions? I'm thinking like Jimi Hendrix. Or Marvin Gaye. Do you like kind of interpretations on the Star Spangled Banner? I haven't ever heard one I didn't like because the song at the heart of it, in order for to know that you're singing the anthem and in order to make that obvious, it has to be true to some degree to the original song. Uh, the, my favorite versions that I've ever heard um, or seen performed have been actually a cappella and very, very straight. No stretching of the melody, no, um, I guess, sort of manipulating the tempo or the pace, just very, very locked down.
And maybe because you don't often hear it that way, it stands out actually just to hear it really delivered as it was written. And it's quite quick, too. I, I think most of the time I've heard it, uh, it's been very slow. Um, and again, kind of casually sung. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early But to have it sung with a, a, a very strong intention, like, oh, say, can you see? At first you think, oh, whoa, whoa, slow down. What's going on here? <laughs> but uh, then it, um, there's a, a kind of power that you can feel that maybe is closer to the core of when it was first uh, created. Do you still get goosebumps when you hear it? Yes, I actually just got goosebumps just, just from that uh, singing that first line. Um but that was also because I started too high and a, a fear set in and the goosebumps were uh, partly associated with that terror of, uh, oh no, I started too high. So I stopped. Yeah, it's it's a tough song. Yeah, it is. I did take the time to learn it properly um, on piano and uh, all the lyrics and all that. And since I did that, I haven't lost it. It seems to be one of those things that stays with you, like tying your shoes or riding your bike. And I think more than uh, a, t a testament to my own uh, memorization ability, I think that's a testament to the song that a really quality piece of music is memorable in a way that doesn't take a lot of effort. It's almost inherent. It just seems like it's always existed and it always will exist, and now it's always a part of you. And just in case you're wondering, the lyrics were written by Francis Scott Key and the music uh, by John Stafford Smith. Um, and it was adopted as the anthem on March 4th, 1931. So it's actually pretty new. WK singing Hardy Hard. And you know, what I really wanted to put was Andrew WK singing the Star Spangled Banner because, not surprisingly, he sings it pretty regularly at his shows. I mean, there are like all these videos of him on YouTube singing our national anthem. And, you know, for your benefit, I will post a couple of those on the show notes page for this episode. But, like, dude, I had so much fun putting this episode together. And honestly, I wasn't prepared to really enjoy like hearing millions of versions of the Star Spangled Banner because there there are like so many versions of our national anthem. But like Andrew said, that song, this like formal, technically difficult song, it's embedded in my cells. And I have my own national anthem experiences. Like, I was part of a quartet that sang at my high school graduation. Woo, Appleton class of 95. And I was supposed to sing the high note, and I, I didn't quite make it. And then last year, I was asked to sing the Star Spangled Banner a cappella at a University of Texas women's basketball game. And, like, 
I guess I was scared from my previous public national anthem singing because I, I opted to go way lower than I should have. So like I hit that land of the free note, but the twilight's last gleaming was like pretty rumbly. And, and it occurs to me, like maybe you have a national anthem story. I mean, maybe you sang it or maybe you saw it, but I feel like we all have some kind of personal relationship to the Star Spangled Banner. So if you have a story about the Star Spangled Banner, then shoot us an email at this song at KUTX.org. You can tweet us. Our handle is at this song KTX. Or if you want to, you can call us. Our number is 512-766-9066. You can leave a message with our excellent intern, Kelly Seal. Actually, it's a recording of her, but like you'll get to hear her voice. And tell us about your national anthem story. This is the first time we've reached out to listeners, so I don't know if it's going to work, but I hope it does, and I hope I hear from you. Speaking of this song, the show, um, we actually will not be coming out with a new episode next week, because next week is South by Southwest, and we learned last year not to try to do anything during South by Southwest. Instead, our excellent intern, Kelly Seal, is going to put together a list of artists who we've talked to before and who will be at the festival this year, like Thundercat, Sylvanesso, Rizza from Wu-Tang, and she will have this list ready for you on our page on the KTX website. And we'll also, you know, tweet it and Facebook it. And that way you can listen away to your heart's content and like either get prepared for the festival ahead of time or act like you're coming to the festival, but don't actually come, but like stay safe and warm at home, which is also a great idea. Either way, we hope you enjoy those episodes. And that's it. You have come to the end of another episode of this song. This song is a production of KUTX 98.9 in Austin, Texas. This episode was produced and edited by David Sanger and me, Elizabeth McQueen, with help from Kelly Seal and Art Levy. Art Levy also recorded this interview, and you can catch him on the air Sundays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Taylor Wallace curates our Instagram account, does a killer job. Kelly Seal is our most excellent intern. You should check out her project, Keep Music Weird. Natalie Gaona is our marketing intern. Thanks to G. Dragat and Peter Babb and Todd Callahan for all they do for this podcast. And yes, it's true. Our theme song is Mahout, possibly Mahout, by Austin's own Hard Proof. They even have their own This Song episode. It's really good. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat. Our handle is at this song, KUTX. You can follow us on Facebook. You can subscribe to this song along with other KUTX podcasts, liner notes, Austin Music Minute, and Song of the Day on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. And you know what? If you can leave a rating or a review, we would really love that because it helps people find us and it makes us feel really, really good right on. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.
KUT's next AT Explained live show is April 3rd. Brand new stories about Austin's people, places, and culture told live on stage by your favorite KUT journalists. I've never gotten any specific invites from Steiner Ranch. And that's about the time Charlie chomped down on that chicken. I will hypnotize you into securing my law services. Join us April 3rd at the Paramount Theater for KUT's next AT Explained Live. Tickets are on sale now. Get them at austintheater.org. And we'll see you there.